The views and opinions expressed on My Story Living with Lupus podcast are each individual's experience. By listening to this podcast or reading our blog, you agree not to use this podcast or blog as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others. As always, consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. Thank you for joining me for another episode of My Story, Living with Lupus. I'm your host, Susan Hendricks, and I'm so glad that you could join me on this Friday. Now, before we get started, I want to give a great big shout out to all my listeners. So, Here it goes. United States, Australia, Norway, United Kingdom, Sweden, Canada, Germany, Indonesia, Ireland, Kenya, Belgium, Brazil, South Africa, Turkey, Japan, Czech, Poland, Iran, Denmark, Russia, and India. Thank you so much for tuning in. Now, on today's segment, we'll be talking about veterans plus PTSD. Does it really equal autoimmune disease? So, you know what to do. Grab your cup of coffee your cup of tea, and if you're listening late at night, you know I appreciate it. Come on and join me right here on My Story, Living with Lupus. I want to tell you that the owner of Premium handmade gemstone bracelets has agreed for the month of May to give 50% off of all awareness bracelets. So check them out. Handmade gemstone bracelets carries an array of men's and women's bracelets along with a line of lupus awareness and cancer awareness gemstone bracelets. You can follow them on Facebook or visit their store at Etsy.com or their website at www.premiobracelets.com. That's P-R-E-M-I-O-B-R-A-C-E-L-E-T-S dot com. Lupus K 
can be a very disabling condition. Veterans suffering from lupus are often denied benefits because the VA says there was no evidence that lupus was diagnosed in service or was already in existence during service. Research shows that lupus among the military population is becoming more prevalent. Lupus is a chronic autoimmune disease whose signs and symptoms can last for years. The disease can damage any part of the body, such as the skin, joints, and or organs inside of the body and can be life-threatening for some. The results of the immune system dysfunction in lupus is widespread inflammation, which is primary the feature of the disease in most patients. Dr. Joseph Ahern, MD, of the University of Pittsburgh, is studying the biomarkers that indicate who could develop lupus. This is important from both the VA and disabled veterans' perspective. Over the last few years, there have been an increasing demographic change in the military population that have resulted in an ever-increasing prevalence of lupus in military and veterans hospital clinics. In addition, a veteran may exhibit symptoms of lupus during service, but it is missed by the medical community even when the veteran seeks treatment. This is because the military population is relatively young and oftentimes more serious and chronic conditions are often overlooked as possible causes for various symptoms. Lupus can be a very disabling condition. Veterans suffering from lupus are often denied benefits because the VA says there was no evidence that lupus was diagnosed in service or was already existence during service. That is why better understanding of the various risk factors, early symptoms of lupus is so critical. It would help us better pinpoint the onset of lupus during a time of active duty. This, in turn, would allow the veteran to obtain service-connected benefits for this incurable disease. It is necessary to have better research to better understand lupus 
so that veterans can receive the appropriate compensation they deserve if this condition is proven to develop during active duty. Allegedly, for instance, it has long been known that people who served in the military generally have a higher risk of developing ALS, also known as Lou Gehrig's disease. In terms of explaining the in-service causes of lupus in veterans, disability cases researchers have pinpointed to environmental factors. Also of interest is the research implicating infectious agents in the cause of lupus. Examples noted by some researchers include cytomegalovirus and hepatitis B. But more important still is the research linking the Epstein-Barr virus to the development of lupus. The EBV causes chronic fatigue syndrome, which is common in the Gulf War veteran population. Lupus is like many of the chronic illnesses that have been seen over the years in veterans' benefits practice. The common scenario is that the prodrome or the early manifestation of a disease, especially one like lupus, cannot be identified except in retrospect. This explains why medical corpsmen in the service simply record symptoms in isolation. The medical corpse simply lacks the historical perspective to evaluate whether an isolated symptom is part of a systemic and chronic problem like lupus or chronic fatigue syndrome. Only in hindsight can a forensic medical examiner connect the dots and identify the earliest signs of a problem which frequently occur during active duty. He is the author of Positive Energy 24-7. And his latest book, It Was Destined, Urban Legend. He's Detroit's own author, Henry Long. To purchase an autographed copy of his book and to purchase his ebook, go to rightpath247.com. That's W R I T E. P-A-T-H-247.com. You can also follow him on Instagram at Right Path247.
247. Entrepreneur and creator of Right Side of 50. And I am my sister's keeper, Sheila Smith, motivational and empowerment speaker is available for your next empowerment event and conference. You can book her for your next event at rightsideof50 at gmail.com. That's R-I-G-H-T-S-I-D-E-O-F-5-0 at gmail.com or call 470-330- one four two six. Each one encourage one. PTSD tied to autoimmune disorders. What are your thoughts on that? Well, in a study of more than six hundred sixty six thousand veterans of Iraq and Afghanistan, those with PTSD were more likely to have autoimmune disorders such as rheumatoid arthritis, multiple sclerosis, lupus, inflammation of the thyroid, and inflammatory bowel disease. The study led by Dr. O'Donovan at the San Francisco VA Medical Center found a two-fold increased risk among those with PTSD compared with those who had no psychiatric diagnosis. When the veterans with PTSD were compared against those with other psychiatric disorders, the risk of autoimmune disease among the PTSD group was still greater by 51%. The new findings jib with those from smaller studies. The reason for the linkage are unclear. Dr. O'Donovan's group states it could have to do with immune or hormonal changes brought about by PTSD, or it could be due to health habits that are more common in those with PTSD, such as smoking, drinking, poor diet, or impaired sleep. A third theory is that pre existing genetic or environmental risk factors might lay the groundwork for both conditions. In any event, the study does not show that PTSD causes autoimmune disease, only that there is a relationship. The study adds to others showing a link between PTSD and various physical conditions, including heart disease. 
findings contribute to the growing literature highlighting the increased risk for other chronic physical diseases in veterans with PTSD and other psychiatric disorders. This information you can find in the Biological Psychiatry Online, dated June 28, 2014. In 2009, as many as 20,000 active duty soldiers and veterans are receiving care for lupus through TRICARE or the Veterans Administration Healthcare System. At this time, they don't have statistics on the number of spouses or family members receiving treatment for lupus in these two federal programs. Emerging research data indicates that our U.S. servicemen and women may be at high risk for developing lupus and other autoimmune diseases. Factors such as post-traumatic stress disorder, chemical and toxins, vaccines, ultraviolet light, Certain drugs and infectious agents have been associated with the development of lupus and other autoimmune diseases. Few studies have been initiated to examine these issues in depth. As the prototypical autoimmune disease findings from a robust research effort on lupus may provide clues to the cause of many other autoimmune diseases. There is an urgent need to expand research to better understand the key factors that place military personnel at risk for developing lupus. With Retrospect to environmental exposures in the war theaters today. Several recent studies report that immune pathology may be present for a dec decade before the clinical presentations of lupus. Therefore, it will be important to recognize environmental exposures today not only to give, um, not only, I'm sorry, not only to prevent certain diseases such as lupus, but to understand that clinical expression of a given disease may occur after military service. Now, I want to ask you this. Do you believe that vaccinations may trigger autoimmunity? Well, in April of 2003, a 22-year-old female soldier died 
due to lung complications caused by an acute attack of previously undiagnosed lupus. An expert medical panel concluded that the soldier's death was precipitated by the administration of four pre-deployment vaccines. We're talking about smallpox, typhoid, anthrax, hepatitis B, and measles, mumps, and rubella. Because of the complex nature of lupus, it is not untypical for a woman of this age to have have been undiagnosed with lupus. Abundant Harvest Aquaponics planting seeds to grow food and creating opportunities for people and families. You can contact this nonprofit organization at www.abundantharvestaquaponics.org. If you would like to appear on an episode of My Story Living with Lupus, you can contact us at mystorylivingwithlupus at gmail.com. Also visit us on our Instagram page and also our website, My Story Living with Lupus. Allegedly, a Department of Defense report indicates that during the administration of the anthrax vaccine, 200s of thousands of active duty personnel, there were 147 events classified as serious or medically important, lupus and undifferentiated immune effects were cited among the adverse events. There has also been much controversy as to whether part of the anthrax vaccine formulation were present in the shots administered to military personnel. To avert the potentially serious consequences of live strain vaccines in immune-compromised individuals, it would be important to identify lupus prior to the administration of vaccines. This is especially relevant since lupus is widely underdiagnosed in the United States and underlying diseases can be triggered as a result of the use of these vaccines. Research to detect servicemen and women who may have underlying disease is urgently needed. According
according to lupus experts, an approach that includes the identification and validation of lupus biomarkers and development of a test to detect those markers should be initiated. A biomarker is a chemical, physical, or biological indicator, such as cholesterol, blood pressure, or heart rate, which can be used to diagnose disease, measure progress of disease, or monitor, assess the effects of treatment. Existing lupus research has provided exciting clues about potential lupus biomarkers, but research to validate these markers require further study. The warrior stands in the pain. You see, the warrior stands in their pain. Their wounds are their badge of honor. Every battle is first fought within. Every victory secure for your future is first fought for in your struggle for faith. To live in the light, you must first face your inner darkness. Your external battles are won or lost in your inner world. You cannot separate world peace from inner peace. The battles we fight become both internal and external. Victory in one battle does not secure us victory in another. You may be winning the battle within to live your most heroic and courageous life and yet still lose your job, find yourself in financial peril. You can, in the same moment, that you achieve the pinnacle of success in your career, come home to face the end of your marriage. You see, the prophet Elijah called down fire from heaven and proved to the prophets of Baal that the Lord was the one true God. After this defining moment in Elijah's life in which the presence and power of God was undeniable, Jezebel sent a message to Elijah promising his death and Elijah fled. He sat down under a bush and instead of praying to see God's power again, He prayed that God would take his life. You know, life carries great weight. And if you find the courage to take on great battles, you will feel an even greater weight that will sometimes seem more than you can bear. You see, Jesus did not want to face his darkest moment alone. When Jesus prayed 
in the Garden of Gethsemane. The night before he was to die on the cross, he chose to take three of his closest friends with him. When you need to run, don't run from God. Run to him. Don't run from the people you need in your life. Run to them. Hidden in your fears is the faith that you're searching for. If you want to meet God, stand in your fears. Stand in your pain. Stand when everything inside you tells you to withdraw. I want you to know that God will give you the strength you need, not simply to face the challenges that are right in front of you, but to continue the journey that awaits. This is the profound nature of God. That when we are weak, he is strong. When we have lost our strength, he replenishes it. You are a warrior of peace. Do not fear the battle within. Here are some questions I want you to really think about. When you are in pain, Do you run to God or from him? Do you run toward community or away from your friends and family? Do you wear your wounds with honor? Do you celebrate each victory in your life to prepare yourself for the bigger battle that is coming? When you need your strength replenish. Do you pray to God that he will give you strength? Think about that. Think about it. I'm Susan Hendricks, your host, and I'll see you next week for another episode of my story, Living with Lupus. You're broken down and tired of living life on the merry-go-round. And you can't find a fighter, but I see it in you, so we gon' walk it out. Move mountains, we gon' walk it out and move.
By listening to this podcast or reading our blog, you agree not to use this podcast or blog as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others. As always, consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having.